Welcome everyone to the Apocalypse Podcast. I'm Steve. Lawrence Van Beek. You know what? We're in the same room. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's really cool to do like the uh, the live version together. I, we're, this is wonderful. Steve came up uh, last night and, and we hung out for a little while. Now we're going to do a little bit more tonight. So this is this these have been glory days. Yes, yes. Well, you're here. You're here for computer stuff up at yes. up at the King's University. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And this podcast is the only thing that is keeping us from eating right now. So yes. we're right on task. <laughs> <laughs> it, it may be a quick one. Yeah. So my friend, we're going to talk about Nehemiah eight this week, right? We are. And I don't think I'll give you any uh, any, yeah, any lead up <laughs> since neither of us have even read it this week. Oh, we've done extensive preparation. <laughs> <laughs> our whole lives, our whole yeah, lives. Yes, yeah, our whole lives have been preparing for this moment in time. And 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 you know this one is about Richard Nixon. How so? Well, it's the Watergate. <laughs> All the people came together in the square before the Watergate. Yeah. Okay, hence how it was named. I, yeah. Now, I've learned a little U.S. history inside the biblical text. There you are. And I don't know why Watergate was... Was it the hotel? Was it in a place called Watergate? I think so. Or I something? Think, yeah. I, I think so. For those enterprising listeners that want to look that up, we actually don't really care. We, yeah. <laughs> we, we know that he was impeached. Yeah. You know, and we don't know why they use fruit in this. <laughs> but, but anyway, so go ahead and read, Steve. Read a couple of verses. No worries. Here we go, we'll, folks. We'll push on. Nehemiah 8, starting in verse 1. All the people came together as one in the square before the water gate. They told Ezra, the teacher of the law, to bring out the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded for Israel. So on that first day of the seventh month, Ezra, the priest, brought before the law, brought the law before the assembly, sorry, which was made up of men and women and all who were able to understand. He read it aloud from daybreak till noon as he faced the square before the water gate in the presence of the men, women, and others who could understand. I'll get to why I think that's funny later. <laughs> and all the people listened attentively to the book of the law. Ezra, the teacher of the law, stood high on a wooden platform built for the occasion. Beside him stood a whole bunch of guys. A whole bunch of guys that I'm not even going to try. <laughs> and on his left were a whole bunch of guys that I'm not even going to try. But Zechariah was in there, so I could say that one. Yes. Ezra opened the book. All the people could see him because he was standing above them. As he opened it, the people stood up. Which is actually fun, right? We do that in some churches too. Normally, yeah, that's not uncommon. Yeah. Ezra praised the Lord, the great God, and all the people lifted their hands and responded, Amen. Amen. Then they bowed down and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. And this was the place, Steve, where where I realized that I had been mistaken for many, many years. Remember I said that Ezra found a book of the law. There hadn't been one, and he found it, and he started reading from it. But um, there was no evidence of that at all. <laughs> and, and some thought that actually someone earlier than Ezra found a book of the law, mm, okay. and there was no evidence for that either. Okay. So it appears that the book of the law has always been around. Oh. So the book of law, of course, is your is your um, Pentateuch, the Torah, right? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, yep. Numbers, yep. and Deuteronomy, yep. and and he was an expert in that, um, and that's that's what he was bringing forth to the people at that time. Hmm. So Nehemiah has rebuilt the city. Yeah, Ezra long uh, quite a bit before it. There's there's quite a bit of argument over how the dates work in Ez, hmm. Ezra Nehemiah, right? But it seems like um, quite a bit before Ezra had. Or um, Ezra had rebuilt the temple, and now now Nehemiah has rebuilt the walls, mm. and now they've come back in, and Ezra is 
bringing all the people back to God. And it, they must have come back to God already because mm. the temple's been finished, so they've already been doing other stuff. Okay. Do you remember the temple was finished? And there was there was crying and there was rejoicing right. and from a distance you couldn't tell all that you could hear was a ruckus noise yeah and um, but the older people who remembered the first temple were quite upset at how how poor the second temple was right but the important thing for us this is this is now what they refer to officially as the second temple period oh right? okay okay yeah and um, and you're actually just on the cusp of what what the Christians called the 400 silent years mm, mm. Um, because there was a period of about 400 years before the last book of the Old Testament Malachi probably mm. and in um, in the Jewish book the last book is actually I think Chronicles mm -hmm. um, but in the Christian Bible it's Malachi and the first book of the New Testament and the, so the coming of Jesus yeah. that's the 400 silent years second temple period is is this time of Ezra up until up until the destruction of Herod's temple, which would have been AD 70. Mm, okay. so, so that's the second temple period. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so Ezra is up there and he's 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 pronouncing the word of God to the people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In front of all who could understand. And yes. Like what it was Mr. Ed there or something like that. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing here? You do not understand. <laughs> get, get, get out of here. You and your talking horse out yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's fine. I'm sorry to make light of that, but anyway, no, it's just kind of fun. Okay. It, no, no, I think it's it's really good, and and interestingly, because people were actually fairly literate, mm. which is odd, isn't it? Yeah, because you have this impression that you know 20th century people are the only literate people. Yeah, they were all dumb, right? Because yeah. they were prehistoric. We think of them as prehistoric Pre people. Yeah, yeah, or you know, early historic people at least, mm -hmm. and. Um, but they weren't. They weren't dumb. Yeah. And they also, in this period of time, uh, well, I don't know about right here, but but 400 years from there, um, people lived into their 80s. Mm -hmm. Some of the Roman rulers were octogenarians, and John was an octogenarian. Right, yeah. <clears throat> and so this whole idea that everybody dies in their, you know, the Middle Ages, the Dark Ages, people lived till they were 35, right, yeah, and yeah, died. Yeah. But at this period in time, they were actually eating well and, and living quite long lives. Yeah. I was going to ask you: Is this a, is are they doing sort of a um, is this a process of consecration? Is that kind of what we're seeing here from a side? Yes, they are. This is this is a this is another step in consecrating the the, the land and the temple and the people. Okay. okay. Yeah. Awesome. Very good point. Awesome. All right, folks. We'll pick it up at verse seven. And yes, I'm going to skip a bunch of names again. So just be prepared. The Levites instructed the people in the. But law. you have to have Banny. Oh, Banny's in there, yeah. yeah. And, and There's like U2 is there with Banny. Yaakov or Jacob or I don't know. <laughs> Pelaya and, and, and lots, of, lots of fun names. Azariah. The Levites, with a whole bunch of names, instructed the people in the law while making the people, while the people were standing there. Sorry. Instructed the people in the law while the people were standing there. They read from the book of the law of God, making it clear and giving the meaning so that the people understood what was being read. Very much like we do when we're teaching. Yeah. Very yeah. much like we do in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's not... I am Ezra. <laughs> well, that's... <coughs> sorry. It's not saying that the people were stupid, but we still instruct people today in the book. Mm -hmm. We think it's at a higher level, but we don't understand this stuff when we read it. So, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, they... Uh, sorry, verse 9 now. Then Nehemiah the governor, Ezra the priest, and the teacher of the law, and the Levites who were instructing the people, said to them all, 
This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep. And that goes back to Larry's other con- mm-hmm. uh, um, observation. All the people had been weeping as they listened to the words of the law. Nehemiah said, go and, and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our God. Do not grieve. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The Levites calmed all the people, saying, Be still, for this is a holy day. A holy day. Do not grieve. Then all the people went away to eat and drink, to send portions of food, and to celebrate uh, with great joy, because they now understood the words that had been given, and or the, now understood the words that had been made known to them. On the second day of the month, the heads of the families, the heads of all the families, along with the priests and the Levites, gathered around Ezra the teacher to give attention to the words of the law. They found written in the law, which the Lord had commanded through Moses, that the Israelites were to live in temporary shelters during the festival of the seventh month. Yeah. So, by the way, I should mention that this festival is um, is Rosh Hashanah, mm. um, the Jewish New Year. Yeah. Which was okay. a um, so which which is the first of the month of Tishrei, and um, that's why it's such an important month. It's it's Jewish New Year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and that they should go and proclaim this word and spread it throughout their towns and in Jerusalem. Go into the hill country and bring back branches from the olive and wild olive trees and from the myrtles, the palms, and the shade trees to make temporary shelters as it is written. I don't understand the wild olives. Like there were olives and there were just real party hardy olives. (laughs) (laughs) Wearing the bandanas. So they obviously had, had, had olives that they grew in gardens and yeah. stuff that they probably probably manipulated yeah. and then they'd have these olives that just grew off in the hillside because Paul also uses the wild olive as a as an illustration of Jews and Gentiles coming together oh interesting yeah, yeah the wild olive grafting in the wild olive oh, oh, okay. and so I don't know enough about agriculture to know maybe that that makes the the whole thing stronger and more healthy I know wild salmon is considered better than tame salmon yeah. and yet wild cows are not considered as tasty as tame cows so. yeah yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Anyway, not a big deal, but but and the, the just the note that they ate choice food and and sweet drinks. So this is a, a a big celebration. This is not Passover, where you know where you're eating crackers and unleavened bread, mm-hmm. and and things like that, and and eating fast. Yeah. But you're actually just full out partying. It's a full celebration. It's a full celebration yeah. and a glorious time. Yeah. Yeah. And the crying again was was. Um, was people grieving over over the words of God? I guess. Yeah. You know, and 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 their lack of, of maybe I wonder if it's their lack of obedience. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know for sure. But anyway, this is a this is a big important party time. Which which verse are you on? I'm on sixteen. <laughs> sixteen. Okay. It is kind of fun to think too that God wanted them to be happy. Like yeah. I think we tend to look at God; He wants us to be sad and repentant all the time, mm-hmm. rather than there is some joy in, in what we do in terms of service. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and and the the Jewish people have have many like really fun holy days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, how did we make filler on the roof? Any other? Anyway, sixteen. So the people went out and brought back branches and built for themselves temporary shelters on their own roofs. These are the first tents and RVs that we have <laughs> <laughs> in their courtyards, in the courts of the house of God, and in the square by the water gate, and the one by the gate of Ephraim. The whole company that had gone out 
from exile built temporary shelters and lived in them. From the days of Joshua, son of Nun, until that day, the Israelites had not celebrated it like this, and their joy was very great. Day after day, from the first day to the last, Ezra read from the book of the law of God. They celebrated the festival for seven days, and on the eighth day, in accordance with the regulation, there was an assembly. Yeah. They do a lot of this seven-day celebration stuff. I think their weddings were a week long as well, yeah. right? So, um, like, like, these guys really knew how to lay back and, and yeah. enjoy themselves yeah. and enjoy each other. But uh, I like that, that they say, that they, he seems to say that, you know, from the time of Joshua, that's the time that they entered the land. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. Yeah. Well, what is it now, 450 and they entered the land. Um, well, David David was a 1,000, so they entered the land at about 1,200 or 1,300. Wow. 12, well, 1,200 or 1,100. Just missed a few. Just yeah. a tiny bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so 800 years. It's like the year of Jubilee. Like, how many times did they celebrate that? Yeah. And it's it's intriguing, too, that they knew as much as they did about about stuff that happened yeah. hundreds and hundreds of years before. We don't. Yeah. Like, we don't know stuff. Like, we might know bits and pieces back to the 1700s, but not much. No. Oh, no. right, right. We knew they had a lot of cod. <laughs> 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 but uh, but it is kind of neat, and and it's a whole seven day celebration, and and maybe that's where we stop tonight, and we just say that uh, Israel Israel's going to confess their sins in the next chapter, and we can talk about that. But but just how important the time of Ezra was to the people of Israel, yeah, because after the time of Ezra, you know what they what we call the four hundred silent years, there was there were no. There were no scriptures that ended up in our Bible. Yeah. Lots of stuff was written. Yeah. Lots of stuff yeah. was happening. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't that the whole community just went static. God stopped talking and they were... No. God was still talking to them. And they're doing this in the midst of of the uh, of the Persian Wars in Greece. Mm. Like Persia was busy. Yeah. They were busy with the, f- killing the Greeks. Yeah. Like this is this is the, this is around the time of, of the Spartans mm. of the three hundred. Remember, mm, mm, mm. and and all that kind. Of, like the three hundred is a real story. Right. It, it may be a fake story, but I think it's a real story. Yeah, yeah. Thermopylae was a real place, and the Greeks did fight off the Persians at Thermopylae, mm, mm. and Leonidas did die there, mm, mm. and the, and the king of Persia actually beheaded him, which was not something Persians were supposed to do, mm. and they buried everybody, which is another thing. Like because they were Zoroastrian, so there was there was all this stuff going on, but God was doing His thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just yeah. kind of neat. Yeah, it is. My friend, thanks for that. That was that was fantastic. It's a fantastic thing to see. Here's Nehemiah um, consecrating the nation, and sent you know kind of saying, "Hey, we're going to do this celebration that you haven't done for eight hundred years." Yeah, or not to this level. Anyway. Not to this level, and celebrate. Dang it! Stop thinking about how you failed God look forward to how you're going to serve him now and, yeah. you know follow this law well even in and in the midst of this you got Sam Ballot and those guys yeah. trying to make this thing stop I still struggle with that guy who says that they did things wrong in Nehemiah right they write it as if what they did was the right thing yeah 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 Awesome, folks. So good to be back with you again. I know we took two weeks off, and part of that was me, and part of that was uh, Larry was traveling too. So good to be among you. Uh, But until the next time we get to do this, I was Steve, he was Larry, and this was the Apocalypse Podcast.